back. Sorry, folks, if that dropped out, uh, you could thank uh, Optimum Optimum Online for that one. Uh, I just saw that one happen in in my uh, in the corner screen there. So hopefully, uh, hopefully it's back. Let's see. Uh, let's see if that if it does come back, ladies and gentlemen. Sorry for the technical difficulties, but our internet provider yep, is uh, our internet provider just. Uh, yeah, we're good. Just, just. Uh, if you live working. on Long Island, if you live in New York, and you use Optimum, drop them, please. Please. Drop them. That's what I'm going to start drop calling them. Drop them, because this. I always said that I would never get Optimum again until the Dolan sold the mix. Uh, man, but, they don't even they don't own Optimum anymore. I know. So, all right, we're back. We're back. Well, Sorry, uh, folks. So all right, we're back. Internet problem. We're back. Uh, Mike's we, on. Frances on the fan. We we're talking about Tulsi. I'm a little annoyed now because our internet provider just can't keep the internet on. So what are we paying $150 a month for? I'm going to call them today. Let them know that they got to do something for us. Uh, quote, she calls, I can no longer remain in the Democrat Party. That's under the complete control of an elitist cabal of warmongers who are driven by cowardly wokeness, who divide us by radicalizing every issue and stoking anti-white racism. It's important that she points that specifically out. Uh, who actively worked to undermine our God-given freedoms that are enshrined in our Constitution, who are hostile to people of faith and spiritually uh, spirituality, demonize the police, will protect criminals at the expense of law-abiding Americans, who believe in open borders, who weaponize the national security state to go after their political opponents, and above all, we're dragging us ever closer to nuclear war. A couple things she doesn't mention, uh, the genital mutilation of kids. I would like to see that. And she has not, from what we understand, come around on her Second Amendment stance, which was, you know, a little pro-gun control there from Tulsi yeah. Gabbard, which I would like to see her, uh, you know, kind of expand on now. Uh, she continues in her statement, now I believe in a government that's of the people, by the people, and for the people. She went on, unfortunately, today's Democrat uh, Democratic Party does not. Instead, it stands for a government that is of, by, and for the powerful elite. Totally agree. Mm -hmm. I'm calling on my fellow common-sense, independent-minded Democrats to join me in leaving the Democratic Party. If you can no longer stomach the direction that the so-called woke Democratic Party idea logs are taking our country i invite you to join me and uh it's a good invitation folks if you are if you know any liberal democrats let them know that's also gabbard as an example you know what guys uh, we only got to peel off a little bit in a few key places and our life is good again mm -hmm. that's it that's just basically that's it. basically it that's all we got and we got to hang on to the stuff we got which that's right are we good with tulsi uh, i think we're good with tulsi. jd my boy jd vance yeah. literally Destroyed Tim Ryan last night. I didn't see it. Oh, but you I didn't heard, see it. I heard about so, it. So uh, Tim Ryan was pressing JD Vance on his stance on abortion because of this ten-year-old pregnant girl who was uh, raped. Oh, I'm sorry. Let me just call a quick timeout. Yeah. I was wrong about Tulsi about uh, not mentioning the. The gender stuff. I just one more paragraph, then we'll get to JD oh. Vance. Gabbard's concerns with the party she has been with since the since she first ran for state legislative office in Hawaii were many. She took issue with the Democrats' disregard for this for Second Amendment rights, for Americans' right to religion, and for their uh, and their irresponsible push toward nuclear war with Russia. She said in the Democrats, she said the Democrats are erasing women by pushing their policies that that males who say they are women really are women and encouraging parents to, quote, affirm a child's gender identity, even to the point of sterilizing drugs and surgery. So she did she did mention that, and uh, very good. Very good. Very okay, good J.D. Vance. Yeah, J.D. Vance, my boy. You know, I know there's some Ohioans. Ohioans? Ohioans. 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 <laughs> San Diegans. San Diegans. Who, uh... Didn't like J.D. Vance, but, you know, I've been saying it since as long as I've been on here. I'm ride or die for J.D. Vance. He, uh, Tim Ryan pressed him on this 10-year-old girl who was raped. 
and impregnated, and they claimed she had to go to Indiana to get an abortion because you can't get the, because Ohio doesn't have restrictions, and that's not really what happened. It was a very complicated. But when JD, when uh, Tim Ryan pressed JD Vance about it. Shady responded with, Tim, if you had done your job, she would have never gotten raped in the first place. Do your job on border security. Don't lecture me about opinions I don't actually have. Nice. I think that's why I'm so happy that J.D. Vance is in this. Because, like, guy, people like J.D. Vance and, and uh, Herschel Walker, they're just, guys, they're just regular people. They're outsiders. They're just regular people. I mean, people. Herschel Walker was a running back. Yeah. You know, I, you know, a football player. You don't get a great any, one at that, by the you way. You don't get any more outside than that. Tim Ride is this from the post millennial, so I'm sure there'll be spelling mistakes. No, I know Terse, Tulsi one looked good. No, it's just, you know, yeah. so that's a blind squirrel. <laughs> blind. I love the post millennial. Yeah, they do I, I good love work. The it's just, the, it's just you know what it is. Perfect. They pump out so much content that I like, just don't think they. Yeah, they don't think they, they have the time. Yeah. unfortunately, but they so, do great work. So Tim Ryan attempted to paint JD Vance as unfeeling and callous on abortion during a debate between the two men Friday night in a contest in, for the Ohio State Senate seat, but instead Vance both both showed that Ryan was misrepresenting his view. And was an active contributor to the problem he cited. Vance noted that Ryan is a proponent of Joe Biden's porous border policy, which is pretty interesting. That uh, that he that uh, talk about being able to pivot. Oh yeah, like that was unbelievable. Lion Tim Ryan. Now it's funny because Trump's approval rating is he's up like sixteen or ten plus, twelve plus in Ohio's polling right now. So Lion Tim Ryan is trying to say that he. Uh, you know, he's this, oh, I like Donald Trump. I love him. When we were in Ohio at that Trump rally where JR spoke, we were chilling, uh, we saw this. We, we saw Donald Trump come out and absolutely just st- destroy him on stage. You could probably see Tim Ryan somewhere crying in a corner going, oh, well, there you go. I can't pretend to be a Trump guy anymore because he has to grift off of MAGA to gain votes. Tim Ryan is not a Trumper. No. And you, I know that there were people who were like, well, J.D. Vance hasn't always been a Trumper. Folks, yeah. some of us haven't always been Trumpers since day one. I got, I got you know, I've, I've, I'm not afraid to say this. In 2016, Donald Trump was my third choice. I went from Rand Paul to Ted Cruz to Donald Trump, okay? Uh, but... Now I realize, hey, listen, do, do I regret not being a Trumper on day one? Of course not. The minute Everyone Donald, sees the sun at some point, and this is what J.D. Vance has done. The minute Donald Trump started to take his president, his presidential, his president, uh, his presidential run, his presidential run seriously is when I started taking it seriously. Correct. And after Ted Cruz said that he had New York values. Yes. And I was like, really, bro? Yeah. Come I on know now. what that means. Yes. Uh, J.D. Vance has really become a strong MAGA candidate, says uh, P. Uh, Schrate in the uh, P.S. Trait, uh, P. Schrate in the uh, chat there, is and it, he's right. Is it P.J.? I don't think so. No, that's not the same way you spell oh. his last name. Yeah, but it's also like you know what? I like the fact that he went from nothing as a regular person. Correct. He's the only person that's seen both sides of the fence. Correct. You know that scene in Hillbilly Elegy where he's talking about how he doesn't know how to use all of the silverware at that law firm dinner mm-hmm. is incredible. Because he's just a regular guy, so he starts eating soup with a wooden spoon. And they're like, no, no, that's your caviar spoon. And he's like, what's caviar? Yeah. You know what? I'll take that. I'll take that guy over some McKinsey consultant or or anyone that works at Goldman Sachs. Right. Yeah, I'll take something like that, uh, you know. Uh, this piece rate is Pam. Okay, cool. So Pam, um, thank you, Pam. Thank you. Uh, you're right about that, uh, about JD. And again, it's, you know, John, Donald Trump, a businessman, JD, completely self-made. It's really? nice to see someone like that get in there. An actual 100% product of capitalism and hard work. And that's what, the, that's what, that's a leader. That's and, how you lead. And, and I mo- like that. Moreover, something that we don't, no one takes into account is that if Vance gets in, 
We have more pull in the Supreme Court because J.D. Vance's wife clerked for Roberts. Oh, really? Yeah. That is... that is That's big. And we need Roberts on a few We more. do on a few on a few issues. On a few of them. It, yeah. it, so uh, that controversial case in Ohio uh, that Tim Ryan was talking about was actually a 10-year-old girl who was raped by her mother's boyfriend who was an illegal immigrant nice. to the United States. Good. Vance was then asked about if, whether or not he believed in exceptions for abortion, and he said, I've always believed in reasonable exceptions. See, this is why you don't ask questions you don't know the answers to. Right. Because then Tim Ryan was like, oh, good. Mm, Idiot. Right, right, right. Idiot. You know? You know, and look, I, I think, I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm totally pro-life, but it would be very hard to make that argument. And it's hard. Have a 10-year-old carry a baby to term, it's that, which I don't even know. What, is that is that possible? Like, would that ba- would that baby can even a ten year old even give birth? Is the question? Yeah. Or can a can a ten year old bring a baby to term? Or right. would it have just been inviolable from the suit? I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't really know anything about any of that. I don't know. I'm a guy, and I don't know. How that Jerry, works. he's a guy. Jerry, but it's nice he's to see. It's nice to see Vance. Uh, you know, smack him around a little bit. And I think because of Trump, the endorsement, because of how red Ohio has become, you know, Ohio, just like Florida, Ohio. one of those states that they would go, oh, where, where Ohio goes, so does the White House. You know, it used to be one of those flip kind of swing states, purple states. It's a red state now. It's oh, like yeah. Big time red state now. Florida, and again, I, I just, you, gotta, you only got to look back like six years. 2016, right? Where you look and you're like, I was. I remember watching the returns coming in of the 2016 election, and I had actually just been in Ohio uh, the week leading up to the 2016 election. I was there for work when I was doing sales, and you know, I remember just kind of every night going on Real Clear Politics, looking at the polls state by state, seeing them tighten, and believing that you know maybe Republicans were undersampled. I remember you know telling people I was going to vote for Trump, and they were, you know getting yelled at, and I was like, oh wow, you know maybe this is real that people aren't telling. I remember being in Ohio and seeing you know no Hillary support, none anywhere, none. and just Trump all over the place now. And I was outside of Toledo. Mm-hmm. Where I saw this this going on, and I was like, "Whoa, you know, if I'm outside of Toledo and in these kind of metropolitan these 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 areas that don't generally go to to Trump, you know, I drove, I flew into Detroit and flew, you know, Michigan. There were a lot of Trump signs when I drove in from Detroit out to Ohio. You know, I remember saying." I'm not so sure some of these polls are right. He had a rally in Cincinnati that I couldn't go to. It was too far and I had to work. Uh, But I remember coming home watching those early returns in Florida and it was so close and it's always a nail biter. 2000 was a nail biter. 04 was a nail biter. 08 was a nail biter. 2012 was a nail biter. 2016 was a nail biter. I I just looked up Florida in in 2000. There are more people watching this show right now than George Bush's margin. Yes. There's, what is it, 600 and... 696 people watching this show. George yeah. Bush won Florida by 537. Votes. I mean, and there you go. That's one HOA in Florida. And I'll tell you, and it's it. This is this is how the dynamic has shifted because Florida goes red in 2016 and never looks back. You know, Ron DeSantis, I think, won his uh, race by what 30,000 votes or something like that in in Florida in 2018. If we can get that information, uh, DeSantis won by like half of a percentage point. Rick Scott won by like a quarter of a percentage point, you know, and and Florida was one of these battleground states for years, years now. Four tenths. Four tenths of a percentage point, DeSantis, so, right? Uh, 40 th- 
33,000 33,000 votes for Ron DeSantis. He, and then, he's, he's going to win by way and, more than that. And then shockingly enough, when you know, like a week after the election, a story comes out about uh, Andrew, Gillum. Andrew Gillum being in a crack-fueled gay orgy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm sure... KTWS Florida didn't have that story, yeah. you know, two weeks before the election. I guarantee you, though, if a story like that were to come out, you know who would have it? This 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 guy on Twitter. I he, saw him. Brendan Leslie. Brandon Leslie. Brendan Leslie is, I don't know is if it, you guys know is it him. Brendan or Brandon? Brendan. B-R-E-N-D-O-N. Let's go Brandon. All right. No, Brendan. Let's go Brendan. Yes. So I don't know if anybody in the chat knows Brendan or knows of him, but he runs a, uh, an operation out there uh, called Florida's Voice. And he chased down Charlie Crist a couple days ago because apparently Charlie Crist was trying to fundraise uh, off of Hurricane Ian. You know, because it's Democrats. It's what they yeah, do. What yeah, but remember, he's the second coming of Jesus, apparently. Hey, never let a good crisis go to waste. That's right. So Brendan was trained. He got assaulted by uh, Crist's bodyguard and whatnot. But if you don't follow Brendan Leslie on Twitter and Florida's voice, you got to do it because they're like one of the only media outlets in Florida that are giving you the real stories. Uh, and he's doing incredible work down there. So go ahead and follow Brendan Leslie. And when you're done doing that, uh, hit the rumble button you know because the, we need that. You know, this is the third time Charlie Crist has run for a go yeah, governor. he's he's a perpetual campaigner. I know. Well, first off, I'm, I'm just looking at the numbers right here. He He was the Republican governor. He was the Repu Charlie Crist was, was the Republican governor in 2006. Yeah. Then then he lost to Rick then ran as a Democrat in 14, lost to Rick Scott, yep. now running as a Democrat. And he's going to get he's going to get absolutely massacred by Ron DeSantis. And there's the best a, part about the dynamic there's is There's a Florida. fun word to describe what's going to happen to Charlie Crist. Mollywopped. Mollywopped. Yes, steamrolled. It's going to be uh He's going to get shellacked, as shellacked. many would say. Shellacked, uh, like uh, Max Scherzer in the playoffs. Uh, <laughs> I can't, I can't, I got to do it. Uh, you know, it's it's funny. He loves the Braves. You're a Braves fan now. You know, it's on record. We got it. Uh, folks, Florida, Ohio, massive shifts to the right. Big, big deal. A lot of electoral power now shifting in our favor. New York. Good possibility that happens this cycle too, as we continue. We're on. gonna shock. I mean, look, I plan on shocking the world here. I don't know. I don't know about any of my other New Yorkers in the chat, but we got a lot coming up. Big, 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 bigly. And uh, you know, I want to get to. I want to get to this oh, LGBTQ yeah. this, story. This is from March, uh, but you know, I, it, it's it's important to look at and realize that and these LGBT we, these LGBT groups are not what they say they and are. And guys, I want to be very clear about this. This group that we're about to read to you literally goes out of their way to try to make our day awful. Yeah. The 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 vice president of this organization is uh is a terrible father. Yeah. Uh, he's got four kids. Uh two of them are trans. So uh well, I guess the 50-50 you did a good job. Yeah. Yeah. You're a terrible dad, Jay Fried. Prominent and I'll see you tonight. Yes. Prominent LGBTQ nonprofit loses millions in funding following New York State probe. And you know if New York State is probing a group an LGBT, an alphabet group, uh, then they really must have done something wrong. As I continue on National Coming Out Day with my super straight and proud shirt, because it's just so appropriate today. And I, I don't care if you're gay. You know what? Do what you want to do. But, you know, I'm not going to ask what you do in your bedroom. You shouldn't influence what other kids are doing in the classroom. All right? No. How about that? Like keep that. it to your bedroom. Keep it out of the classroom. All right? Leave it in the bedroom. Out of the classroom. One of New York's largest LGBTQ nonprofits has lost $10 million in state funding, first of all. 
Why were they getting state funding? That's a, that's a question in and of itself that we need answered. Funding, uh, after an investigation first revealed by the Post, New York Post, found it was mishandling the millions in taxpayer dollars it received each year. The LGBT network of Long Island, that's where we're from, interesting, helmed by prominent gay activist David Kalimnik, which is, he's a troublemaker in and of, his, in and of himself, uh, whose sources say long bragged about his many political connections, has lost seven contracts with the State Department of Health Friday following an investigation that began in 2019. Quote, the Department of Health takes our contract oversight responsibilities very seriously. Since 2019, when the Office of the State Comptroller asked us to look into the network's contracts with us, the organization has repeatedly failed to provide the department with required documentation to show that it has spent state funding efficiently and effectively. DOH spokesperson Jeffrey Hammond said in a statement, quote, as a result, the department has terminated current and future contracts with the network. We are working with other providers to ensure that comprehensive ABCDEFG services are available to the people who need them on Long Island, which is why, you know, it's going to be funny to watch the LGBT network now call New York anti-gay. Yes. I can't wait to see this. I don't know if you guys have ever been to the West Village. Might be the single gayest place on planet Earth. It might very well be. Like the, the single gayest place ever. Uh, the DOH, the Department of Health, will end five current contracts with the organization that are set to expire on April 8th and will not extend two other contracts and will rescind another that was recently offered, according to an email on the matter that was reviewed by the Post. In all, the contracts amount to $10 million in funding that was to be doled out over several years, the DOH said. Quote, the state's decision is not surprising, but extremely tragic for the community because ultimately the LGBTQ community that loses because of David Kalimnik's failings, uh, said a source familiar with the nonprofit. This was a long time coming. This was a nuclear option, so to speak. In response, Kalimnik denied the nonprofit is losing $10 million in funding and said the amount is likely only $1 million. The group, which received at least 65% of its funding from Taxpayers has long billed itself as the premier LGBTQ provider on Long Island that has fulfilled a range of crucial services to the vulnerable community, including housing, substance abuse help, and HIV prevention services. And look, if they were doing the last two, I would have no problem with that. Fine. If they're, if they're, you know, I don't want anyone doing drugs because they're, you know, whatever. Right. But if they're providing hormone therapy to children. Or annoying us because we don't want porn in the children's section of a library. Yep. Please be gone with you. And this is a group, by the way, that will label us terrorists. They will label parents who go to school board meetings and object to certain books. They'll go, they're banning books. They're Nazis. They're fat. I mean, they'll call you anything under yeah. the sun. Now they're sending out a district residence to a school board meeting tonight. And what did News 12, our local media, do today? What did they do? They came out and said, it's the LGBT network staging a protest on National Coming Out Day to object the ban to the banning of the pride flag. Well, let me just tell you something, News 12, because I know you watch everything that we do. They didn't ban the pride flag, okay? In a statement from the Kanetquat School District, it says clear as day, it wasn't the pride flag that was banned. It was the progress pride flag that were making other students, not parents, not school board members, not teachers, not janitors, students feel uncomfortable in the classroom. So again, 
Why is it that when one set of students, or per perhaps even just one student, feels uncomfortable about the markings on a bathroom stall or a bathroom door because it's too gender-specific, that we have to bend over backwards to, to appease the small, small minority of kids who may actually have gender dysphoria or be yeah. confused about how they feel. But when a number of students say, you know what? That flag that's hanging, I've heard about that flag, and it's twice the size of American of an American flag, which is a violation of the U.S. flag code, by the way. A violation of the U.S. flag code, which you can go ahead and look this up. There is laws that says you should not be displaying any banner or flag that is uh, larger than the American flag in the same setting, in a public setting. And if this is public education, liberals, this is a public setting. But if News 12 just read... The very short, brief, concise, but informative statement from the Connecticut School District. And for those of you watching from outside of Long Island, I'm sorry, but this is this is an example of local media trying to spin things to make the good people look bad and the bad people look good. If News 12 had just read it, had just gone ahead and read what it said, the district offered the staff advisor of the Gay Straight Alliance to display the pride flag. They had to take down the progress pride flag, which is the rainbow flag with all the other silly trans nonsense on the left-hand side making a mockery of this whole thing. A political flag in nature. They offered them a solution. You may display the pride flag. You may put a sign up in your classroom that says this is a safe place for all people to be who they feel they are. That was offered. The teacher said no. But News 12 doesn't want to talk about that. Because News 12 is a bunch of communists who used to be owned by Optimum, our internet provider. News 12 is a bunch of idiots. Newsday came out. Oh, sweet little protest. Gay students. Wonderful You know what? How about the fact that they're coming out there and protesting the fact that their material made other students feel uncomfortable. But it's got to be about them. It's always about them. Poor little victims. LGBTQs. You know what? You're only victims because you can't get the hell out of that mindset. Mm -hmm. That's the problem. Because you're told that you must be a victim in order to receive something. Well, guess what? You don't. Perpetual victimhood has led to what we're seeing in this country from coast to coast. And I've had enough of it. Get out of that mindset. You capable of so much more mm -hmm. these 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 kids that are you know oh well we just want to fit in we just want to be accepted well mm -hmm. you know what? you will be accepted now you're being shamed for being gay yep you're being told you can't be gay if you're a boy you must change to be a girl exactly and the problem with it is, is that it comes back to the oppression olympics that the trans kids are now overshadowing the gay kids that's right that's the problem with it all and just in case anyone is uh, curious uh, having a flag displayed larger than the American flag is a violation of 4 U.S. Code 7. Thank you, Fred. Section G. I know you're watching because Fred gave me that. My friend, he, he sent this to me yesterday. He always does this. He was the one who told me about the uh, no teacher shall talk about mm -hmm. psychology. Same guy. He watches on Truth Social. I know he watches our podcast, too. Section G. Section G. When flags of two or more nations are displayed, they are to be flown from separate stats mm -hmm. at the same height, mm -hmm. and the flag should should be approximately equal in size. Boom. Yep, there you go. So the progress pride flag in the classroom, not only is it a violation of the U.S. flag code, but it was also a violation of district policy, which says that no politics shall enter the classroom. So, uh, you know, and, and, and uh, because, you know what? And because they didn't follow that rule, now we must enter the auditorium. That's right. And, you know, and, and so the uh, the yes. LGBT network is... is, is uh, the LGBT network is... 
rallying and going wild today uh, at this school board meeting, and they're not being called terrorists by the local news media. They're not being accused of, you know, uh, uh, riling up a crowd or inciting violence. Uh, they're being applauded, as we predicted, aptly on our show, Loud Majority, uh, on our uh, We Will Not Comply podcast every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, where we covered this last Friday. All right, let's get to a word from our sponsors. You see this right here, Field of Greens. I love it. Uh, once upon a time, I'll tell you a little story. Once upon a time in America, people lived on farms. You didn't have to tell them to eat vegetables and fruits to stay healthy. It's what they ate as Americans became more mobile. Foods that wouldn't spoil became the new thing. The problem is processed and fast foods have uh, fewer nutrients. And now guess what? We aren't as healthy. Let me tell you what I take to help me stay healthy. It's right here. This beautiful package, Field of Greens. Back in the day. You know, they were they were growing what they ate. Field of Greens is packed with a full spectrum of essential vegetables and fruits, plus science-backed herbs and prebiotics. This is what I need to stay healthy. Field of Greens works fast. It's true. I just had some, and now I'm flying. You'll have more energy. You'll look and feel healthier, and it can even help you lose weight, even those in the Georgia governor's race. But what I'm looking forward to is my next physical. It's when my doctor compares my old lab work to my new lab work and says I crushed it. Join me in taking and take Field of Greens too and to help you get started I got you 15% off your first order another 10% when you subscribe for recurring orders visit fieldofgreens.com and use promo code LFA Lima Foxtrot Alpha that's fieldofgreens.com promo code LFA Field of Greens promo code LFA and this is a slurp not coffee unfortunately I know Jeremy's watching this is a slurp of some beautiful Field of Greens and folks a little uh, Field of Greens hack it's really good with ice check them out fieldofgreens.com promo code LFA John Durham uh, the Durham probe is continuing and the trial of the dossier subsource Igor Danchenko is beginning now okay Igor Danchenko who the heck is that so Igor Danchenko is a guy obviously one of the subsources of the dossier uh, and you know let's just I mean, we'll go we'll go thirty thousand feet here on Spygate. I've been following it forever. It's what got me uh, into Dan Bongino, and I was very excited to see someone actually looking into this. We see an article on FoxNews.com, but Spygate was the Democrats, I think, first or one of their first attempts uh, to rig the election. They tried to rig the twenty sixteen election by spying on Donald Trump coming up with a fake story, indicting him on a fake crime, and disqualifying him from winning, and then when he did win, disqualify him from the actual presidency itself. Spygate is very important to understand, and it's not just that, you know, they did this to Trump and all that, it's the fact that they weaponized our intelligence apparatus to spy on a presidential candidate, to spy on a political opponent, and to rig the election. Now, I know everyone's a little upset with John Durham, there's not been a lot of progress, and I get it, I'm not expecting everything to happen. I'm not expecting big things to happen, but the second trial, special counsel John Durham's years-long investigation into the origins of the Trump-Russia probe, uh, Igor Danchenko pleaded not guilty last year to lying about the source of the information that he provided to ex-British intelligence officer Christopher Steele for the dossier, which contains salacious and now debunked allegations against former President Donald Trump. Durham charged uh, charged uh, Danchenko last year. The charges stem from certain statements Danchenko made to the FBI relating to the sources he used in providing information to an investigative firm in the United Kingdom 
related to the dossier. Danchenko served as the primary subsource for Steele's dossier, which was commissioned by opposition research firm Fusion GPS and paid for by the Hillary Clinton campaign and the Democratic National Committee through law firm Perkins Coy. You all know who Perkins Coy is, and one of their co-founders or uh, was uh, Glenn Simpson. You know that uh, deeply involved in that was the sleazeball hack Democrat lawyer uh, Mark Elias, who who... And when we talk about election rigging, folks, Mark Elias was in all the swing states, wouldn't you know it, in 2019, before COVID, trying to sue to expand the absentee ballot and mail-in ballot program. That was what Mark Elias was up to. And, of course, he was doing that because he tried to rig the 2016 election for Hillary Clinton. Then he tried to rig it against Donald Trump. And he was successful in doing so as uh, COVID came. He dropped it right in their lap, and they were able to do just that, stuff the mail, with uh, tons of ballots, uh, you know, 2,000 mules, all those operations. I said it the whole time that I think that it was, it was always the mail-in ballots. Yeah, I think it, it was, was the mail-in it, ballots. You know, the machine stuff, you know, say what you will about it, but I never, I don't know. I never thought, uh, I never saw anything there. The Justice Department admitted in 2020 that the FISA warrants to surveil Carter Page uh, when stripped of the FBI's uh, misinformation did not meet the necessary legal threshold and never should have been issued. We also know that those applications, those warrants are supposed to go through something called Woods procedures, which means the information has been verified. Those procedures were not followed. Those procedures were not adhered to. How, how do we know that? Because we went back into the dossier. All of us did. Margot Cleveland, uh, the Washington Examiner, John Solomon, so many, six, six uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Dan Bongino's guy, 629 or something like that, one of his sources out there. Uh, Technofog, who does incredible work. Uh, Emerald Robinson, who's been doing really good work out there uh, for it. Then we went into the dossier, couldn't verify the information. The information not only was not verifiable, but was verifiably false. Therefore, we know those Woods procedures were not followed, but they were signed onto as if they were followed. So there's a whole lot of corruption going on here at Spygate, and this should terrify you. Right. If anybody in the chat decides one day they're going to run for president, they could spy on you. Show me the man. I'll show you the crime instead of show me the crime and I'll find the man who committed it. Yep. You know, that's the biggest problem here. And that's why Spygate should enrage everybody. And unfortunately, this has been taking so damn long that it's going to go and drag on and on and on and on and on. And we're going to hear get over it already. But I don't want to get over it. By the time this gets through. Trump will be president again. Yeah. I mean, Judge Anthony Trengo of the U.S. District Court for the Eastern District of Virginia uh, is presiding over the Danchenko case. Trengo ruled last month that he would not dismiss Durham's indictment of Danchenko, but said it would be a difficult trial for the special counsel. Jury selection is set to begin Tuesday. Meanwhile, Durham, in a filing unsealed last month, revealed that the FBI paid Danchenko to be a confidential human source. That's a spy for the a FBI. confidential human source. From January 17th through October of 2020. Oh. So that's, uh, you know, that's interesting. What that's was a, he doing? That's a while. What was he doing? Yeah, October 20th. Oh, sounds why. like when Trump was president. That's why it's not a spy. Right. Because the FBI has confidential human sources and the CIA has spies. Correct. Danchenko had been the subject of an FBI counterintelligence investigation from 2009 to 2011. That FBI investigation into Danchenko focused on his contacts with suspected Russian intelligence officers and reported attempt attempts to facilitate payments for classified information. So once again, we found out, look, a new picture of John Durham. I know, I was just uh, thinking that. Finally, you know, someone took another photograph of this Once man. again, we found out that the Democrats were the ones colluding with people who were getting information from Russians, not the Republicans. That trial starts today. We'll see how it plays At out. At this point, it's basically just the Democrats say you're doing something. That's their way of letting you know that, like... They're doing something. That they're doing the exact same thing. Yeah. You're a racist, says Joy Reid, who hates white people. That's right. 
That's right. Um, you're colluding with Russia, Russia, says Hillary Clinton's team. Russia. You know, you talk about it. It's Russia. Uh, guys, you know what else we should collude with? The rumble, the rumble button. button. There it is. You know what else you guys should collude with? LaMajorityUS.com. Guys, sign up for the newsletter. Check out the shop. Yeah, you know, you, I've, been, I've been mailing stuff all over the country, so I really, we really appreciate the support. This is viewer-driven, everyone, so we appreciate you guys uh, picking up some merch and uh, helping, uh, helping feed the beast. That's right. Keep feeding the beast because the beast is hungry. Uh, so let's keep on going. We love the LFA family for all the support. And now let's get mad for the last 10 minutes of the show. Biden promises Ukraine's Vladimir Zelensky advanced, advanced air defense systems after Russian missile attacks. At this Russia. point, I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if Zelensky bombed his house and said it was Russia to get more money. Yeah. This guy needs the sob story. He's got the world's smallest violin. He needs it to stay relevant. He needs it to stay rich. He needs it so his beast keeps getting fed. The world's and it's and it's unbelievable. Uh, President Joe Biden on Monday promised President Vladimir Zelensky that the uh, that Washington will supply Ukraine with advanced air defense systems amid Russia's ongoing invasion. Advanced air defense systems. Advanced air defense systems. Mm -hmm. So does that mean if like a Russian plane flies over, that's going they're going to shoot it down, which, um, would, which would instantly trigger World War Three? Yeah, basically. Excellent. Yeah, and this is why this is why uh, you know Tulsi Gabbard said that we're going to be heading into World War Three. Look, this is not a joke. Not a joke. The guy who's walking around, oh, where's Jackie? I no more think of myself as old as I am than fly. It's Elton John's fault that there's AIDS. Come on, man. That guy is now deciding where to send military aid and is in charge of the nuclear code. This, yeah. All right. What? That's yeah. The AIDS thing. The it's AIDS just, thing. The, the, that's just a. It's. It's Elton John's fault we have AIDS. Here's this. I have trouble even mentioning, even saying to myself my own head the number of years. I no more think of myself as being as old as I am than fly. Still don't know what that means, but that no. one's for you, Eli. I no more think of myself as being the uh, true energy of the pressure. Bad a calf care. And I would do for the death of this year. Builders is the collapse. I mean, we don't know. And this guy is the one now making the decision, sending you Ukraine air defense systems. You know how much he loves Ukraine, 10% for the I'm, big guy. I'm just going to start calling this President Rice. Because Kathleen Rice, uh, 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 Susan, Susan Rice. Rice. Susan Rice is running this administration. Yes. So. The two leaders spoke on the phone shortly. It was a perfect phone call. The two leaders spoke on the phone shortly after Russia launched its largest airstrike yet on Ukraine following the destruction of a bridge linking Russia to the annexed Crimean Peninsula. Over the weekend, Russian, Vladimir, uh, Russian President Vladimir Putin Putin? I don't know Putin. I would have told him Vladimir, you're not going to do that. Accused Ukraine security services of perpetuating the attack. Russia strikes... Uh, Russia strikes... He yeah, he says that in the rallies it's, all the time. Um, I, I, just thought, I would, would have just told him, you're not doing that. Yeah, you see, uh, I would have picked up the phone and I would have said, Vladimir, you're not going to do that. Don't even think about it. And it was so funny because, like, you know that's exactly what he said. Yeah. You know, when he said that, Abdul, this is a beautiful house you have. You know, like, that's a <laughs> that's an effed up way to kind of say, don't don't test me, F-A-F-O, right? Yeah. Right? You know, I love it. I love F-A-F-O. Abu Bakar al-Baghdadi. I'm not allowed to say two of the words. Is dead. Yeah, so. Around. Yeah. That's right. Uh, thousands of residents were forced to shelter in bomb shelters throughout the day as missiles rained down in multiple cities with explosions reported in Kiev, Lviv, Chernobyl, and Zhitomir in western Ukraine. Well done. Nipiro and Kremenchuk in the center and These Zaporizhia in the south and Kharkiv in the east. These aren't words. Yeah, I guess they are D -I -N -Pro. now. D-I-N-Pro. Dnipro. 
Deny pro. Deny pro. Whatever. It's uh, not a word. During Monday's call, Biden expressed his condemnation of Russia's military strikes across Ukraine, including in Kiev, and uh, conveyed, conveyed his condolences to the loved ones of those killed and injured in these senseless attacks, according to a White House readout of the call. You know, he's got condolences for those people. I haven't heard any condolences for any of the kids who were killed by fentanyl caused by his open border. Yeah. This guy is an America last loser. And, and I haven't buffoon. heard I haven't heard him have any condolences. Remember that time that he bombed that family in Afghanistan? Yeah, oh yeah, we thought he was a terrorist and it was actually an informant. He was actually carrying water jugs. And Rand Paul brought up like a, a great point. He was like, So wait, you wanted to verify who this guy was after you dropped the bomb? He's like, No, no. You verify who it is before you drone somebody. Not after you do Well, you would have to have people on the ground to do that. Yeah, well, you know, we couldn't do that because we they couldn't. were all gone. They were all gone. We were all gone. And I remember when them saying it's not going to be like Vietnam with people hanging off helicopters. It was exactly like Vietnam. It was just like Vietnam. It's and how did not- the Taliban learn how to fly those things? Isn't that interesting? It's not just like push button go. I don't know. Maybe it is. No, it isn't. I play Flight Simulator. You got to press a lot of buttons Sean, just to turn the damn thing on. Flying a plane is not hard. Landing a plane is hard. Well, that's a helicopter. And that's a military helicopter, and it's both hard. I think it's just it's just your feet, right? Is that your feet? Yeah, you pedal it. Yeah, you yeah, pedal it. Pedals. Yeah, you pedal. It's like it's the Flintstones. You know, you hit buttons, and then the guy next to you shoots. Speaking of hitting buttons, hit, hit that the rumble, rumble button. button. President Joe Biden uh, pledged to continue providing Ukraine with the support needed to defend itself, including advanced air defense systems. That's good because we haven't given them enough support to defend themselves. You know, $60 billion, all the the taxpayer money. It's just, ah, uh, you know. I think I could fly a military helicopter. Again. If I, I had to. My question is. Remember when they were hanging the guy from the bottom of it? Oh, yeah. Apparently the guy was already dead. So they, they, they did it like as a display. Somehow that's worse. That's worse. Yeah, the guy's dead already. Uh, you know, where's Jackie? Where'd she go? I had a feeling she wasn't going to be here today. Hey, well, Joe, what gave you that idea? Maybe because, you know, you wrote the tribute that she died in a car she's crash. she's dead. You know, she, Abu Bakar al-Baghdadi is dead. You know, uh, uh, my question, and nobody seems to answer this, especially those on the left, is how much money is too much for Ukraine? Because I don't think there's a limit. You know, they'll, they'll tell you, you can't fund the wall. You can't fund all those Amanda programs. Collins, your nine-year-old son can fly a helicopter? What? My nine-year-old son? Sean, my nine years old son, knows how to fly one. A military helicopter, maybe he plays flight sim. Maybe it's maybe it's not that hard. You know, they're wokeifying the military now, so they gotta make their helicopters easy to fly, I guess. Uh, I, I I don't think it'd be that hard. Uh, I think it's I think it's a little harder than you know uh, I think it's a, I think it's a little harder than uh than we're leading on though. I like chocolate ice cream like fly. Janet mom, yeah, well Joe Biden gets ice cream. Remember that? CNN, when they made a big story about uh, Donald Trump got two scoops of ice cream, everybody else got one. Yeah. Remember that? But they, they, you know, they talk about something with them with ice cream. By the way, I don't know if you heard about this on uh, Twitter. Uh, CNN is now denying the results of an election. Really? Yes. This is going to make you laugh because this is something that I found yesterday. There was an election yeah. held in the great state of Alaska, ladies and gentlemen. Alaska? Yes. There was an election held in the great state of Alaska. And uh, something's amiss in the Chubby Bears contest. Allegations of ballot stuffing has surfaced in the Fat Bear Week vote. And this was a story that ran on CNN. If you don't believe me, I'll put this on your screen right, right, right now, folks. Uh, I thought we weren't. Well, it's good to know that it's good to know that without CNN, we really wouldn't have the hard hitting. uh, I, you know, who's going to win that? Who? 
Brian Stelter. Yes, he's definitely going to win that. Here it is, folks. Here's CNN questioning the results of an election in the state of Alaska. Pay attention to this one. Alaska's Fat Bear Week is apparently marred in scandal. Voter fraud, to be exact. Scandal. Katmai National Park lets people vote online uh, for their favorite fat bear in this bracket-style challenge. This is supposed to be educational in the run-up to hibernation. It's supposed to be fun, right? But last night, the park tweeted that someone digitally stuffed the ballots and fake votes had to be thrown out. They're cheating in Fat Bear Week. So going into the semifinal round, apparently Bear 747, which is named after a jumbo jet, has 37,000 votes, not 73,000. And Mama Bear, 435 Holly, that's the name, has 30,000 votes, not 80,000. Uh, the final round is tomorrow. Feel free to cast your vote at fatbearweek.org. But don't cheat, because I'll come after you. That's right. So there you go. There's CNN. That's what they're talking about. Fat bears. Fat bear week and election fraud. Fat bears. So or, they can, I mean, or listen. As I call it me. <laughs> so listen, I mean, I guess it, it proves that uh, they do believe in election fraud. They do believe in ballot stuffing. And you heard that. There were well, tens is, of thousands of votes. This is also the network that claimed that, Mal- that Malaysian airliner could have been swallowed by a black hole. Did they really? I didn't know that. Uh, I had no idea. Don Lemon Black Hole. I, I, I had no idea. Oh, I wish I could play it. Too. But I'll you know tell what? you. You know what, guys? We'll tune that up for you tomorrow. Yeah. When Don Lemon asked if the Malaysian airliner was possibly swallowed by a black hole. There you go. Which would have, you know, sucked in the entire universe. Yes. If, if it took the airliner, the whole world would have been behind it. Uh, fat Bear Week causing a stir, causing controversy, uh, election fraud. CNN, that's the story they're running with. I guess nothing uh, nothing more was happening in the country. It's not like we're in a recession or anything. It's not like uh, the president of the United States, uh, you know, it's not like the president of the United States is uh, about to bring us into nuclear war. We want to talk about fat. No, don't do that because you got to put the video on. That's it. Uh, you know, it's not like it's not like that's pressing right now fat bear week fat election fraud fat bear week and there you go and that's cnn for you this is cnn so ladies and gentlemen 20 rumbles away even from james, 400 even even james earl jones says it with a question mark now you're watching cnn and he's like this is cnn i'm ron burgundy i'm ron burgundy repeat the line and the quote i got let me start off with two words. Made in America. All right, folks, 10.50. We're going to sign off here. We'll be back same time, same place tomorrow, 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. here, rumble.com slash LFA TV. Remember to check us out tomorrow morning as well. Uh, rumble.com slash Loud Majority US. We'll be on from 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. Uh, very, very fun night ahead of us at the mm-hmm. Connecticut School Board meeting. If where you're in New York, Whitestone Republican Club, tomorrow night, 7 o'clock. That's right. 1020 Clintonville Road, Whitestone. Street. Clintonville Street? Clintonville Street. Either way. You can take you to the same place. The American Legion out there. Uh, we will be there tomorrow. The Whitestone Republican Club will be at the Connecticut School Board meeting tonight. It's been a long time since we went to a school board meeting. Should be a good one tonight. Uh, so keep it locked. Facebook.com slash loudmajorityus. Rumble.com slash loudmajorityus. Rumble.com slash loudmajorityus. Hit the subscribe button. Subscribe to rumble.com slash LFATV also. And loudmajorityus us.com we will see you tomorrow morning until then stop complying with any unlawful mandates and madness if you still live in a state 
that has unlawful mandates and madness. I'm about to get on the phone with Droptimum because they've pissed me off. And uh, I'm going to have them come in there, find out why their service keeps uh, turning off. And I'm going to ask them if we turned off our payments at 33% of the time, if they'd be happy. Last time I did that, they sent a technician in 45 minutes. We'll see what happens. Until then, we'll be back tomorrow. Thank you, folks. Stop complying with any unlawful mandates and madness. And as always, stay loud.